Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. As well as our Sunday school, which comes on Fridays at 7 p.m. as well. Um, all of those are live. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C dot slash 10 of meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now back to our service. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, and today we're going to be in the book of Jude 1. <laughs> now, Jude only has one chapter. That's right. So, but it's the one after it, so Jude 1. Mm -hmm. There's a Jude 1 because there is no Jude 2. <laughs> <laughs> Jude has a lot of things to say. Now, during this time when Jude was, when when Jude wrote this, it was a lot of persecution of the saints of God. Mm -hmm. Romans was really, you know, handing it to them, and they were they were going through a lot of persecution, not only with the Romans, but you know, with the Pharisees and Sadducees, and just a lot going on trying to stay in Christ at this point in time. Mm -hmm. And during this time, not only does he have to uh, ward off the Romans and the uh, Pharisees and Sadducees? There are also uh, false prophets that's coming along. It just it's, the church is getting bad. It's a lot of things in here that is going on, and we're going to be reading about that as we move along. So June one and one, and it starts out. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to those who are called, beloved in God the Father, and kept for Jesus Christ. Now, the greetings, we always hear these greetings, but they show you in the greetings how we are connected to God. You see? And we're going to go back over that, and you can, and you'll see that where it says that Jude, the servant of, he's the servant of Jesus Christ, and he's the brother of James. He says to those who are called, beloved, in God the Father. Now you're in God the Father, you believe in God, right? But you're kept for Jesus Christ. You're kept for His name's sake. You're in Christ. You kept for Christ in God. Mm -hmm. 
this is how you get uh, the church of God in Christ. You know. And it says, may mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. We have to know how we become God's uh, one of God's sons. Mm -hmm. And we're and we're kept for Jesus Christ's sake. Because he died on the cross. That's why it says for Jesus Christ. Because he died on the cross. God gives us to Christ. Okay. And because God sees us as Christ, we are given to the Father at the same time. We're given to we're given to Christ, right? Because He's the one that who died for us. But because He died for us, God sees us as Christ. That's how we become brothers and sisters in Christ. You see, we were reading in the uh, Sunday school lesson today in Matthew, right? And He. He uh, resurrected a woman and called her daughter. Mm-hmm. He hadn't died on the cross yet, so she could be sister. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We become sisters and brothers in Christ after Christ died for our sins. Right. Then it says, may mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. The mercy, the peace, and love, all are traits of God. God gives us mercy. Jesus gives us peace. Right? Mm -hmm. And God is love. Mm -hmm. So they, when in the, so it's a lot. To say just about the greeting, because the greeting means something. It's just not somebody just saying good words. These things really actually mean something. When you greet somebody in holiness. That's right. Three says, Beloved, although I was very eager to write to you about our common salvation. I found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. He said he found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith. Keep moving in the faith. He was like, I was hoping to talk to you because we was on common ground about salvation but somewhere along the line y'all lost yourselves and now I'm instead of writing about what we have in common I'm asking you guys to please stay in the faith this is a sad day you want to write to the people about the common things that they have in common and then you learn that these people ain't where you thought they were For certain people have crept in, in four, 
unnoticed, who long ago were designated for this condemnation. Ungodly people. Now, for certain people have crept in unnoticed. How do people creep in unnoticed to the church? The reason people can creep into a church unnoticed that don't supposed to that don't belong there is because the church ain't doing what they're supposed to be doing. So they just blend in with the people. You can't tell me you have a whole church full of Christ-like people and then these people that have these bad notations come in and you can't see them. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. They had to have a gateway to come in. So the church wasn't as holy as it should be anyway. Right. So anybody could come in there and unnoticed. You can't tell that these people are different from everybody else? Mm -hmm. No, because everybody else is doing the same thing they do. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They crept in unnoticed. Who long ago was designated for this condemnation. For long ago. They were designated for this condemnation. Which means... This is something that the devil had put in place years ago, decades ago. This ain't nothing new. Do you know you got people in your church designated to tear it up? You got people that go, comes to the church, just their whole job is to tear up the church. Ain't that something? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Designated for this condemnation. Then it says what? Ungodly people. These people ain't got... They, they, they have no intention on being saved, mm -hmm. getting saved, mm -hmm. bringing anybody to Christ. Right. They just there. Mm -hmm. Ungodly folks. Mm -hmm. So whatever reason they there... They up to no good doing it. It says, who pervert the grace of our God into sensuality and deny our only master and Lord, Jesus Christ. So their job there is to pervert the church. And to deny Christ. Right. Their sole purpose for being in the church is to tear up the church, mm -hmm. deny Christ, and just pervert everything. Just And they come in unnoticed. And then when you finally notice them, it's too late. They didn't, did so much mm -hmm. damage in there, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. This is Jude talking now. <laughs> You notice what's going on. Now I want to remind you in five. Although you once fully knew it. That Jesus who saved a people out of the land of Egypt. Afterwards destroyed those who did not believe. 
You see that? Yeah. Now, what are we missing in this? What did Jude say? Jude say some more. He say some powerful things, right? So listen to what Jude says. Now, I want to remind you, although you once fully knew this, you used to know this, mm -hmm. but you you doing all this mess. He didn't say, and I want you to understand what he's saying here. He didn't say God. He didn't say the angel of the Lord. He said Jesus who saved a people out of the land of Egypt. He tells you it was Jesus that did it. Does it read like that in everybody else's Bible? Yeah. The Lord. And the Lord is Jesus. But in this one, it tells you, in ESV, it tells you that Jesus, who saved a people out of the land of Egypt afterwards, destroyed those who did not believe. Then it says, and the angel who did not stay within their own position of authority, but left their proper dwelling. He has kept in eternal chains under gloomy darkness until the judgment of the great day. These are the fallen angels who left their posts. These are the fallen angels who slept with the women and created giants. see he says just as in seven just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities which likewise indulge in sexual immoralities and pursue unnatural desires serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire now why is he telling them all of this because this is what's going on in this church and he's telling them you keep doing these things. This is your punishment. He's showing them the spiritual nature behind why they are doing what they're doing. He's showing you that these people crept in. You have demons that's in your church. Nothing good is going to come come to the demons that are running rapid in your church. And it says, and God is going to deal with you just like he dealt with Sodom and Gomorrah. It says, yet in like manner, these people also, relying on their dreams, defile the flesh. Reject authority and blaspheme the glorious ones. But when the archangel Michael contended with the devil, was disputing about the body of Moses, he did not presume, presume to pronounce a blasphemous judgment, but said, the Lord rebuke you. Mm -hmm. Some heavy stuff in Jude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just wouldn't know <laughs> these things in here. He says in eight, yet in, in like manner, these people also relying on their dreams, defiling the flesh. They're just doing all kind of 
crazy things in the church. Rejecting authority and blaspheming the glorious ones. So it's witchcraft going through the church. And he's saying, and even while all of this bad things is going through, he was like, but when our angel Michael contended with the devil, was disputing about the body of Moses, he did not presume to pronounce a blasphemous judgment, but said, the Lord rebuke you. But these people blaspheme all that they do, they do not understand, and they are destroyed by all that they, like unreasoning animals, understand instinctively. So they are fighting just to be fighting. You would tell them something that the Lord said, they tell you, no. Nah. That ain't true. Right? But these people blaspheme all that they do not understand. So you try to give them some scripture and try to get them the Holy Spirit version of why this scripture is. They don't want to hear none of that. And they blaspheme all the stuff that they don't understand. 11 says, Woe to them! For they walked in the way of Cain and abandoned themselves for the sake of of gain to Balaam's error and perished in Korah's rebellion. Now, they walk in the way of Cain, killing their brothers, sisters, just tearing the church up, rebelling against everything. 12 says, These are hidden reefs at your love feast as they feast with you without fear shepherds feeding themselves waterless clouds swept along by wind fruitless trees in late autumn twice dead and uprooted <laughs> and these are the people that they are listening to in their churches Hidden reefs at the love feast. Me and my mother was talking about the other day how we see things in our gardens. You know, you'll have these real pretty plants in your garden, but then they have these weeds that come up in the plants that look like the plant. Mm -hmm. And you pick them out and you'll do a double take like, wait a minute, what? They don't belong there. Weeds growing up with the plant. Just making it bad. These weeds are growing and, and, and all you see is a weed that's growing with a plant. But what you don't see is in the ground, the weed is choking out the plant. 
Right. At the love feast. As they feast with you. Without fear. They don't even care. You have a big old beautiful plant. And you got one little weed. And he just as strong. And they don't care. <laughs> you grow with your plant. Just as long as you keep it there. Right. <laughs> no fear. Shepherds feeding themselves. You ever hear you? You ever hear a, 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 a shepherd tell himself, "I got a, I'm preaching up in here, feeding himself." <laughs> Shepherds feeding themselves. I can't preach up in here. Mess. That's all it is. When you feed yourself, see, the Bible got everything in it. Amen. Amen. Feeding themselves waterless clouds. You know what I'm saying? The cloud with no water. Wow. Man. Just a dry cloud. Swept along by the wind. Fruitless trees. You got apple tree with no apples. Grapevine with no grapes. Orange trees with no oranges. Can you really call them trees of an orange tree or an apple tree if they ain't got no apples on it? Fruitless trees. Late autumn. Twice dead. Twice dead. Twice dead and uprooted. Nothing to it. Wild waves of the sea casting up the foam of their own shame. Wandering stars. For whom the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved forever. All of these people going straight to hell. these folks to let them know that he says you know even though these are demonic people and they are in the church for, with no you know with no good intentions at all mm -hmm. as a matter of fact they're in there with all bad intentions he said even even though Can you close the door? even though they contended he's like don't contend with them mm -hmm. you have to do like uh, Angel Michael did and just let God deal with it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but what he's saying is but you listening to these people. You know, you're listening to these people. 14 says it was also about these that Enoch the seventh from Adam prophesied saying Behold, the Lord comes with 10,000 of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly of all their deeds 
of ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way and of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Everything that every sinner and every body that is not in Christ have said will be a witness against you. And you listen to these people, especially when it reminds me of actors who say blasphemous things, but they just say, ah, oh, I'm just working. It's just these things that you say are going to be held against you. That's right. You do not, I don't care if you are acting or whatever, you don't play witches. Right. If you in Christ. Right. Right, right. Right? right? Right. Good witch, bad witch, witch, witch is witch, witch. Yeah. You don't do none of that. Mm. If you call yourself being in Christ. That's right. Saying blasphemous words against God because that's in the script. Mm -mm. What is wrong with you? Right. It's in the script. Where is your conviction? That's you right. know? That's right. And you can talk a good game, mm -hmm. but your fruit That's shows That's right. God will hold you accountable for every word you say, mm -hmm. everything you do that is not in Christ, mm -hmm. and you do not repent for your sins. To execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly of all their deeds of ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way. And of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against them. These are grumblers, malcontents, Following their own sinful desires. Mm -hmm. They are loudmouthed boasters. Showing favoritism to gain advantage. People just talking, grumbling, malcontents. Mm -hmm. Following their own sinful desires. They ain't got nothing to do with the church. But they use the church mm -hmm. to pull off the schemes of the devil. Mm. You have devilish intent and you use the church to pull it off. Yeah. God say with all of those things and all of those type people, to hell you go. 17 says, but you must remember, beloved, the prediction of the apostles of, the, of our Lord Jesus Christ. They said to you, in the last time, there will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. Now he's telling these people, 
These type of people are going to be there. They're going to be out there. Right? Mm -hmm. It is these who cause division. Worldly people, devoid of the Spirit. And why would you listen to somebody who does not have the Holy Spirit? And you do. Now, you ones, well, how do I know that they don't have spirit? Just because they talk a good game don't mean that they have the Holy Spirit. You can watch anybody by their fruit to see if the Spirit of God is on them. You'll just see from the way they do things. The things that they do, the people that they hang around, the things that they say, how they treat people, how people treat them. together and you can see the fruits of their labor just through the stuff that they're doing. Their everyday walk. Because you're either walking with Christ or you're not. And if you're walking with Christ it's going to show. And if you're not it's really going to show. Because somebody in Christ will see oh no, he's not walking with Christ. Oh no, she's not walking with Christ. This is why having the Holy Spirit is so important because we'll be able to weed these things out. The Holy Spirit teaches us all things and it mainly teaches us how to stay in Christ and who is not in Christ and what to stay away from. Remember, the Bible tells us when we see evil, we are to flee. Well, you have to know what evil is. <laughs> right? To understand what it what it is, you have to know. I can't flee from something that I don't know that it, that's going to hurt me. Right. The Holy Spirit teaches you these things. What to look out for. Right. Twenty says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. This is what he's saying. So when you are you you building yourself up so you can know these things. Keep yourself in 21. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. You keep yourself in Christ, you you have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is keeping you, is guiding you, is showing you and telling you different things every day. Leading you to everlasting life. And when you find yourself messing up, the Holy Spirit even convicts you and then you repent. It's there for your... You need it. Conviction tells you that you did something very wrong and you need to fix it with God. Being in Christ, you know to repent after that, right? So we have these tools. We just have to use them. 22 says, and have mercy on those who doubt. Right? We have to have mercy on the people that doubt because 
We've been there. That's right. And who knows? They may learn how not to doubt by watching you. That's right. So have mercy on those who doubt. Because I guarantee there will be a time when you don't believe that these people are doing what they're supposed to be doing and you don't understand it. But it'll be a time when somebody's going to look at you and don't understand why you're doing what you're doing. Right. <laughs> 23 says, save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others show mercy with fear. Now, save others by snatching them out of the fire. You see somebody going going the wrong way. Some people just need to be told. Mm -hmm. No, we can't talk to them like that. Oh, yes, we can. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to help you keep your soul saved. I'm not here to be to to. You know, to baby your feelings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm here to help your soul be saved so you won't go to hell. That's right. And some people need that fire. And then it says, and to others show mercy with fear. Why do you show mercy to some and some not to, you know, to others? Because some people won't listen until you just get serious with them. And some people mess up and they understand that they messed up. Show mercy to them, passion to the compassion to the people that do understand that they messed up. Right. But be there as a support system for them. Right. Yeah, I know I messed up. You know, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, you know, and help them, pray with them. That's right. Be with them, That's talk right. to them, give them some scripture. I was talking about iron sharpening iron the other day. And we were talking about how when iron sharpens iron, one of the things that happens is the friction that happens when iron is sharpened by iron. It's going to be a lot of friction. It's going to be a lot of sparks flying. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. But sooner or later those sparks dissipate. Right? Yeah. Right. Sooner or later that friction is gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that friction and that spark that's flying is process. Right. And we need each other to help us get through that process. Right? right? Yes. Right. We going through something bad, we got we we, we try to take we supposed to take care of each other. Mm -hmm. That's the iron sharpening the iron. Even when the sparks are flying. Because sooner or later, the sparks are gone. Right? And that friction stops. And then that sharp edge is just as pointy as I don't know what. Because <laughs> if iron sharpens iron, right? And there's friction going between the two. That means the one that you was trying to sharpen, sharpen, but the other one sharp too. Right. They both get sharp. That's right. 
And by helping somebody, you can learn something yourself. Right. That's why we have to help each other. Have mercy for those in doubt. 23. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others show mercy with fear. Hating even the garment stained by the flesh. Wow. When you hate these fleshly things, you won't do them no more. Right. Right? right. You just won't. That's right. We was talking yesterday, uh, me and my wife was talking about true deliverance. Mm -hmm. True deliverance. Mm -hmm. When you get delivered from something, that means you're not gonna do it no more. Yeah. True. Yeah. You get delivered from something, you don't you don't want to do it no more. God right. takes that from you. That's right. Too much conviction comes in when you even think about it. Yeah. Yes. True That's deliverance. Right. That's right. You don't want to have nothing to do with it. No. That's why it says it, it, hating even the garment stained by flesh. And when you see somebody else going through it, you're supposed to just hate it just as much because you know where they are because you was there. That's right. right. And you want to help them get out of that. Mm -hmm. 24 says, Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, He who keeps you from stumbling. Now you put all these things in place and when you have these right people around you, it's God placing them there. We was talking about earlier today how mm -hmm. God will send you people. Mm -hmm. God will send you people to help and God will send people to help you. Right. Keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his holy glory of his glory with great joy to the only God our Savior Jesus Christ our Lord this teaches you it's only one That's right. there is not a trinity That's right. there's only one God that is right. to the only God that's right the one God, comma, our Savior. Mm -hmm. now, it's God and Savior. That's right. Through Jesus Christ. That's right. <laughs> Amen. It's all the same person. Right. One. And then it says, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. That's right. All of that's one. That's right. Be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. 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 That's right. 
understand that we are to put up with no mess in the church. That's right. But we are supposed to help each other in the church. Right. And when you see these people that are in the church, or even the, because it was talking to basically leaders in the church that was leading the church astray. Stop following these people. <laughs> yeah. We let the bad things go on too long. Inside the church. And we don't say nothing. And we're going to be held accountable for, we did, for what we saw and didn't say. Mm -hmm. For what we saw and didn't do. When we knew better. Right. And we stayed there and went alone to get along. That's right. When you know this stuff ain't right. Right. Choose Christ for real. It's been a it's been a new awakening in the church at this point. COVID hit and all of the churches stopped having people in them. Mm -hmm. And now people are starting to go back to the churches a little bit. Everybody not going back to the church. And I, and I know a lot of churches see that now. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now it's a good time to revamp your church. Mm -hmm. And if you're a church member, it's a, it's a good time to revamp yourself. Look in the mirror at yourself and say, let me come to Christ for real now. Amen. To all these pastors and bishops and apostles, now that these churches have been cleaned out, now you can say to yourself, look in the mirror and say, let me do this for real now. Amen. God is a God of second chances. He gives the parishioners a second chance. Mm -hmm. Just like he does the leaders. This is your second chance. Don't blow it. That's fine. Amen? Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for these scriptures today. We thank you for the book of Jude, mm -hmm. which gets straight to the point right. with no messing around telling you the problems of the church and giving you the fix on what to do. Father, we thank you and we praise your name for the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that you've given us. And your son, Jesus Christ, as he died on, on the cross and rose for our sins. Now we have a chance at everlasting life. We thank you. We praise you. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say... Amen. Amen. Stay blessed and faithful. Hi. Thanks for watching Tenant Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button or the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.